dope. Yeah. Let her love go. Five, four, three, two, where the ones go? This is show. Put you front row. Talk it, bro. Let you come show. Money over. And above. That is still my favorite last quote. Put the side. What the fool? I sleep with the. And she don't snow. Let her love go. Trade the ski mask. Put a one so. It's a bath. Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Five, I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head, like a buffalo. What the f though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Five, though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head, like a buffalo. Get the f though. I don't bluff, bro. I come out the scuffle without a scuffle. Puff, puff, bro. I don't huff, though. Yellow diamonds up close, catch a search, bro. At your front door, with a Knock, knock, who's there's how it won't go Just the jungle, so have the utmost For the nutsoles, and we nutso We grow up fast, we roll up slow We throw up, say she throw up J-Live, hang time like a domino Put the green in the bag like a lawnmower Pull back like a Conroe Extra in a stash like a console Listen, it's a Dono, you listen to Dono What the bro, what I love go Swizzy eat a chef, I like my lunch gross Just look up bro, now the skirts go I see the shovel, but where the dog go? Hmm. To the unknown Only way he coming back is through his unborns If you see what's in my bag, think I'm a lord It's empty when I give it back, now where's the hell from? What the f***, where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go Five, I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. What the f though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two. I let one go. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, because I, I think I want to say it was after I started working on films here, on the independent scene, that I even learned he worked for Universal. And actually, I thought it was Paramount for some reason. What really, really pissed me off is Bill would bring me the big glossy black and white one sheets from movies sheet. and stuff. Right off <gasps> the film. Oh my scenes god! From right out of the film. I was still the shocked. The ugly American. Uh, what's the movie with Marla Brando? Still on the waterfront. Oh my gosh! I had stacks like this, right? Oh my gosh! And I and Mom had them when I went off to prison and shit. Right. And when I come back, you know, get out and uh, I get this little stack about this. What big. happened to them? Oh, that's the way they were, my brother. You know, Eddie. They oh, Uncle Eddie. He totally stole your shit. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, Still shots from classic right. movies. You still and have on them? on the back, 
was an explanation typed and glued to the back of what scene, what frame number. That's how they used to do it. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's classic. What? Where are these? Where's the little stack? Oh, I got it. It's probably... You've got them? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Uh, uh, they're either in my storage locker or they're... Oh, they're let's go. in my storage somewhere. We gotta go get those. They need to be out of storage, in frames, and on a wall. Yeah. Oh my gosh, because nobody has that stuff except... If Jody gave them back to me, because we actually framed some of them, black and whites. So there was one in the middle and one on each side of above the headboard. Okay. And she picked through them and decided those were the ones she That Because that's awesome, I hope. Yeah, if not... Hi, she Jody, good those. to see you. Yeah, she... Give them back. Because yeah, that's my those. grandfather's stuff, man. That's yeah. not hers. <laughs> No, I had that. So 50-something years he actually worked for Universal. And before well, that... 60. I actually have a 60. No, 60. I have glasses at the in my bedroom at mm -hmm. home. Round glass like this. They're drinking glasses. Mm -hmm. 60 years. Oh, that was like a return. gold, <clears throat> a gold circle. It's gold. Oh, cool. And it says Universal Studios, and it has a big 60 in the middle. Okay, so he worked there six employee appreciation. Gotcha. Yeah. 60 years, and before that, Howard Hughes. Yeah, for 15. Oh, my God. With See, Howard. Grand, that's, my grand, that's my grandfather right there. I've got an Indian carpet. Uh -huh. I've got an Indian blanket. It's okay. really like a crap. It's got little tassels on each corner. Mm -hmm. He got that in 1929 when they were out filming a uh, 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 cowboy Indian movie, mm -hmm. and they were using Indians to, you know, in the movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've got a call. Yeah, I have no five, ten, just that. Mm -hmm. California. Hello. Too cool. Too cool family Hello. history. Goodbye. And before that, we lived over by Waterman Gardens together, you know, and then we lived, yeah. So. Oh, I just thought that, I thought the Barringtons, right? Yeah. I thought they were just neighbors in the projects. I just thought they were your neighbors. They were friends with mom, Lucille was. was yeah. Before I was born. Right. And then when we came back from Spain, we went to Waterman Gardens. Okay. And Lucille and Russell and Tommy were living there. And then, so mom got a little job, whatever she could get. And then Lucio, she was the lunch lady at mm. school. And uh. this was great because at Barton Elementary, I'd come, sometimes I'd come get in line to get our free lunch, you know, uh -huh. a hot lunch. Uh -huh. And Lucio would be over there with the scooper and she'd go. Like, ah, she wink and give you extra. Yeah, she'd get the big scoop. She, bam! Oh my gosh. You know, but see, it pays like, to, see, it pays to know the people behind the counter. Yeah. And I always get to know those people in an establishment first. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get anything, but you know, hey, yeah. sometimes you see them pull out the big scoop yeah, and give you a wink. She's like, <laughs> it's not such a bad thing. <laughs> hey, it's like, hey, it's not a bad yeah. thing. She'd give me the wink and I'd wink back at her, you know, uh, like in the third grade, just right. like. You, it's the word. You were somebody. Yeah. You had the hookup. Yeah. Because seriously, back in, back in elementary school, that would be a hookup. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing the lunch lady. Like, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. She was my aunt. I, you know, I was aunt. I didn't, yeah, I just didn't know that y'all all actually lived together. I just thought they yeah. were like neighbors um, in the Section 8 housing yeah. projects. We were there, and then we uh, moved into that big red old barn house right across from Patton State Mental Hospital. Oh, wow. <laughs> just before you go up the hill to go to Mount, uh, to Arrowhead Lake. We okay, is this the place y'all lived where you played on Indian reservations? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, there in, in the house that she lived in when we met Bill. Okay. You got pictures? Uh, I don't got pictures, but we'll bring up Google Maps. Oh, there you go. That's right. Today's encyclopedia. Yeah. So let's get away from the Ukraine, go back to the United States. California. Okay, let's go here to Oops. Let's go to San Bernardino. Here we are. So this road, the mm -hmm. two ten took our house. Oh wow, no. Uh. But that was after she met Bill. Okay. But they were in the process. So let's see, Sterling, okay. Mm -hmm. Our house, Sterling Avenue, right. was right there. See that, right, where that corner right. of that is? Yeah, so it was like a farmhouse? No, no, this conversion. was our, the oh, last, the last house. house, sorry. Here is uh, Patton, wait a minute, Highland. Mm -hmm. Patton State Mental Hospital. Okay. And they won't a... show it too good. And right here, how mm -hmm. uh, this dead ends and goes here, this was never there before because this was just a big field. Okay. Not and the farmhouse was right there at the very end of the street. And were they just renting it out? Yeah, and we rented it. It was great big old red oh, two-story farmhouse. And Outback used to be, now look how it's all subdivided oh, right yeah. now. And then there was a big barn back here, and this was just all nothing but open field, dirt field, all mm -hmm. the way to here. Mom said she thought for sure you'd get your head skinned. <laughs> oh, from the Indians? Yeah. That's right here. Oh, my gosh. So, let's see. There's... Victoria, where's Sterling again? Okay, there's Sterling. So all this is definitely different, but here's where the end, the San Miguel Indian, res, uh, the, the casino is now, right? Okay, but that, yeah. So let's do this. Go back to satellite. Okay. That's the casino. This was all nothing back then all right and this is oh there's still some land still some land but this hill by the casino there's a big hill we used to go my friend play and all that oh right here this I here <laughs> we would go up here see this is a creek uh-huh, yeah, I played this used to play by stream, the and we used to go up this stream. And just follow it. Wait, that's, that can't be it. That's gotta be. Back up. They used to go back behind our house in Hearthstone. 
and there would be a creek, and we and it led to a reservoir. And see, I I was like you, I'd go out, get out there, and then I'd get curious. I got me in trouble a lot. <laughs> As yeah. I hear you got in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it didn't bother me. No, yeah, no, I I, I wasn't too bothered about it. I I knew I was gonna get yelled at, and you know. Yeah. Whatever, my stepfather, whatever, but. I mean, it was so, I, I don't know, I loved the woods. Of course, now, it wasn't an Indian reservation, yeah. and nobody was afraid I was going to get my head skinned. So, I, we'd call this, not bald, because it's like a big roundish dome, really, on the top. This mm -hmm. makes it look Mount different. bald. <laughs> yeah. And so, are there actual Indians living? Yeah, that's the Manuel Reservation. The San Juan Mel Reservation. Uh-huh. But we used to go in, over here, there's a creek. Right. Oh, here it is. Oh. We used to go in on this creek, and we could go way back there. Right. And it was beautiful, man. The farther back you got in, there would be, like, the fern forest. Oh, wow. Along there. And the creek was, you could drink that water. It's spring yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. It's mountain spring mm -hmm. water. It ran year-round. Yeah. And then we'd go way back, and then there was like a big pool and a little, uh, about as tall as the building, your outbuilding, mm -hmm. and the water came down. You could slide, you could go up there, there's a pool back oh. there, and then you could slide you down like to the, the pool below. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it was smooth. That's what we had in Georgia. It was smooth rocks. And you could slide yes. down into it, the pool. They made below. it a park called Flat Rock Park. Yeah. And it was behind our house and my creek led to it. Yeah. Oh we my god. We would spend hours up yeah. there. And me and uh, I almost went off a cliff and mom got really pissed off because you know, yeah. we get pissed off when we get scared. So we so it was as soon as we find out the person's okay, we yell at yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, David Hart was my friend. We used to go up there all the time. He he wound up being a smoke jumper. Smoke jumper. Yeah, the what guys the that hell? jump out of airplanes to fight fires. Oh, I didn't know they were called smoke jumpers. Yeah, they're, they're, when like, the smoke is up, they get in the airplane and they go jump yes. to firefight. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know yeah. the airplane side of it. Yeah. The drop. Smoke jumpers. Yeah, I, I know the big airplanes that carry the well. It the was, water droppers. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the familiar super with scoopers. them. Super scoopers. Yeah. I'm, super scoopers. I'm, a, I'm just a, and from the pilot's perspective yeah. because dad was a pilot, so. I know those stories and those positions, but I didn't know. And one day, me and Dave, we'd spent the day up there, and we're coming back, and we're running and laughing, and Dave's in front of me, and we're running down the creek, and we're bouncing back and forth from side to side, or in the water, splashing, and all of a sudden, Dave just stops right in front of me, and I'm like, whoa, what's up? And he's just frozen stiff, just frozen stiff. And I back up, and I go, what's this matter? And like, you're the rock. Okay. And he's like this, and the rock's like right here. Uh-huh. And there's a rattlesnake. Oh. Oh. And he's just petrified, right? Right. So I back away. Right. And I go and I pick up this stick, big long stick, uh -huh. and I go around, and I get up behind the snake, Oh shit. And I splash the water with the stick and so the snake goes this right. way and I'm looking over here and, so and I go, run Dave, run. Hey, boom. Yeah, man. Oh wow. Another time we went up 
the ridge, instead of going through the creek, the right. ravine part where the um. stream ran down, we wanted to climb up to the top because it's got like a big round right. dome, you know. It's, and so we're climbing up there, and we're about halfway up, and I see this looks like staircase. Right. 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 So I go running. I, I'm like, where's this staircase go? This runs so I go, I mean, and it's steep, kind yeah, of steep. I would and be I'm that down. curious one, too. And thank God for Dave. Thank God for Dave. I wouldn't be here. Why? What happened? Because it ends at a cliff that's like oh. 350 feet yeah, down to that creek. Off. Drop oh. off. Just straight drop off. And I'm hanging on, and Dave reaches down and grabs oh, me. Oh, crap. You've got this whole stand by me story. You're just missing the dead body. He pulls me back Oh, my up. God. That's insane, Uncle. And I was like, whew, thanks, brother. Yeah, I had a guy in Speedo save me from my cliff. I wasn't mm -hmm. hanging. I was about to slide off of it, and I was just so still because I couldn't move. The rocks were slippery. Those uh, yucca plants uh -huh. that have come out, and they have the... Uh, that's what saved me. I'm holding on to the oh yucca plant that's God. growing out of the side of the cliff, man. Oh, my God. You know, and Dave just could, he just reached over. He's laying on his belly, and he grabbed my hand. And See, and now, look, he jumps out of planes and fights fires. Yeah. See, both of y'all needed that adrenaline rush. Yeah. See, and it, it's a chemical thing. It gets to show that we're chemically controlled creatures because, I mean, some of us are programmed to need things to get us to do things. Yeah. You know, we're not all meant to be worker bees. Yeah. And so, and okay, yeah, you're meant to be a worker bee, but in this certain industry, you know, we really are just built for certain things. It's just a toss of the dice. David Hall, his father was kind of cool. His father was always, he's Mr. Nature kind of dude. Yeah. This short dude, ball headed, you know. They always are. A little uh, <laughs> hair around the side, yeah. you know. Uh, Foreman's dad. Yeah, Foreman's Red, dad. Red Foreman. Oh, I love that. He, he reminds show. me of him. And uh, so, where the house, the neighborhood was, uh -huh. there was an open field across it. The casino's over here, the mountains are over here, our neighborhood's here, our elementary school and stuff. And across was a big field, and there was a big orange grove over here. And then there was a little irrigation ditch, and then those. They made them out of cement with stones. Mm -hmm. So at the bottom, it's stone and cement mm -hmm. in the sides. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's probably. That's what I had in my neighborhood. This wide. About that high. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we'd go into the field and we'd go into the orange grove. Mm -hmm. It's in the center of the orange grove. You could stand back and see an orange tree that was just gigantic. Oh, wow. Huge. Right behind the farmer's house. Oh, wow. But we'd go in there because we knew where there were certain trees in there. Mm -hmm. They had these oranges like this with the super thick skins. Mm -hmm. And they were just the most delicious things. They oh, weren't wow. like regular oranges, uh -huh. but all the rest were kind of regular. Uh -huh. Well, one day, me and Dave were walking because that irrigation ditch is actually outside the farmer's property. Okay. I, we're we're walking down this thing, and there's a frog. And this ain't no freaking <laughs> frog. <clears throat> it's like a big ass frog. <clears throat> I've, I've I've seen them. They get big. Yeah. It was huge. Right. I'm gonna say it was that big. Right. But no, they bullfrogs. He was bullfrogs. Like, 
big. Yeah, bullfrogs get big and round like the big rocks. And we were amazed, right? And we're sitting there, and Dave's dad comes by in the boat. Hey, what are you guys doing over there? You get out of there right now. <laughs> but I wanted to catch it. It was crazy freaking yeah. big I didn't frogs. know. I didn't know frogs and roaches could get as big as they really can. I really didn't know. I went. I lived in Texas. That's when I learned about the roaches and the bullfrogs. That frog had to live underground because there was nowhere for him to just be. Right, blend <laughs> with the rocks. Maybe. Yeah, no, in the orange field. Right. Or the housing. It's like you're definitely lost. <laughs> yeah, and we wanted to catch that thing, and his dad was like, "Oh, we just like left it, you know." Oh my God, that's insane. That's funny. And then I lit that field on fire. Okay. <laughs> it was an accident. Oh, my Lord. A across That's from great. the neighborhood, the field. Oh, you sound Then they just built like a me. little shopping center. Or I'm starting to sound just like you. Yeah. There's a little <laughs> shopping center there, right? And so the back of the building's the field. And <clears throat> Fourth of July, they had the, the fireworks stand. Right. I went and bought some sparklers. And... Our house was right, so this is the high, the road, and right. you pull into our neighborhood. Our house was the second house, the corner house, then our house, and then you had road like this, and then over here, and then our elementary school. Anyway, so I buy some sparklers, and I come running across on the little path, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, somebody had thrown a oil filter from a car out there. Oh, gosh. And the spark went down there and lit it on fire. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, and I'm trying to stop it out. Oh, it won't go no. out. It's just burning, and it catches the fuel on fire. Oh, shit. And so I go You're just like, I'm And people walking. in the neighborhood are like, they call the fire department, and I'm like, please, Mrs. Bass, don't tell them it was me. Please, oh, it was no. an accident. It was the sparkler. Please. You're the reason we have rules on sparklers, Uncle. Yeah. And so nobody <laughs> told on me, and I'm sitting there because, like I said, our house is this is the corner house. Right, and your house, you're like, no, I'm just sitting and on the And so watching. I'm watching they get the thing put out, and I kind of go walking over there by the fire truck, and the fire captain goes, "Say something by any chance? Do you do you see what happened? Do you know what happened here?" And I go, "Yes." And he goes, what happened? And I ratted myself. Aww, we do have conscience. You know, and he goes, and I was like, I, I did it. I was just coming. I had a sparkler and that oil right over there, the oil filter. And you see, I couldn't make it go out. See, really, it was the person who littered the damn filters, yeah. Bob. So Honestly. he was cool. No, he was great. He was really cool because I stepped up. You know, no, he was like, yeah. don't worry about it. He goes, but now here. Now you know. I don't want you playing with fireworks anymore. And then they changed laws and created ordinances. <laughs> and so here comes, he goes, you know, if I see you with fireworks, you're going to be in trouble. So here comes the next year's 4th of July. I went and got my sparklers from the fireworks stand, and I'm in my front yard of the house. And I'm sitting with the sparkler, and just before it almost go out, I take it from the burnt end right. and throw it up in the air, right? Um, and I'm doing that, and here comes the red station um, wagon oh stops right in front of my house, and the fire captain comes out and goes, what did I tell you? Yeah. 
And I started crying. Oh, oh no, my God. He's, he's going to jail. We're hard-headed people. Yeah. It's like, well, look, I'm not in the field. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it's, that's where our head was. That's what we were thinking. Yeah, I'm not in the field. We're not out in the field. What can I catch on fire out here? I thought it would be okay. Yeah. Yes, you said don't even touch it, but I thought in the field. Yeah. <laughs> See, we think alike. <laughs> I got in trouble, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm just adventurous. Oh. He didn't do that. He just scared me and yeah. he got his car. But no, really, there are rules and ordinances now because we learn through trial and error. Well, yeah. You know, but see, it really, oh, the person who threw the filter. That's bad. You shouldn't litter like that. I can't stand lettering. Can't stand it. I even have those cigarette butt pouches that I put my cigarette butts in. I'm very guilty of that because in the vans at work, there's no ashtrays. Well, that's why the side mirror on my car is destroyed. I mean, I've ruined it pretty much, and it's horrible of me. I will roll the window down, and then when it's down low enough, I just do this and knock the cherry cherry off. off. I've done that. And then I'll hold it, and when nobody's looking, I because I got nowhere to put it in the van. It makes you're not supposed to be smoking in the vehicles. No. So I have ozium. We're not supposed to smoke at all. Yeah. It's bad. And I said this when I was coming up and smoking. I was like, you know, one day it's not going to be cool to smoke. One day there will be... be no smoking section. Yeah. I didn't realize that that meant outdoors too. Yeah. And I didn't realize that you could be 500,000 feet away and somebody's still going to cough and act like you're killing them. Yeah. But Disneyland has smoking sections. Sections, yes. But there are these little tiny spaces that's like stuck No, away. I was there with the smokers, man. Yeah. I was there and I said, yeah, we're trooping it out, aren't yeah. we? And people still have the nerve to walk by and cough. And I'm like, you're passing the smoking section. This Shut is up. the smoking section, sir. <laughs> so you can see it on that damn map. Stay away from it. Yeah. It's a big sign. It's a smoking section. Right? Go around. This is my yeah. little piece of the park. You get the whole thing. Yeah. I know. I re- I remember giving people that look that gave me that look. I'm like, what? <laughs> I used to run all over Disney. I'd go where the railroad track that goes around the whole park, the old locomotive. That's right. You grew up around it. Oh, my gosh. And I would get in the back scenes of everything. You know? <sighs> I'd wiggle my way through. That's to too cool. Yeah. And then later in life, I had a job at a produce company, and I got to deliver the produce to, to Walt Disney World. To Disney, oh, World Disneyland. Oh, Disneyland. Yeah, sorry. I'd come in through up. where the, so the park, mm-hmm. the backside is the Imagineer shop, where they make everything. Oh, cool. And so yeah. Forth, right? And so I'd bring the truck in, and I'd park in front of these big tunnels, entranceways, and you go underground. Yeah. And then you, okay, now I gotta haul this up this ladder. Oh, wow. And that hatch would open, and I, you've been to Disneyland, yeah. so you know where Frontierland is, and they yeah. have that little stage by the Matterhorn. Yes, and yes, yes. And uh-huh. they, they serve food there? Yeah, we have yeah, eaten there. I come up underground, uh-huh. and I'm there, and I'm bringing them there. Produce. And then I go back You're down. like feeding the animals in the cage. I go back <laughs> down, go back out to the truck, grab some more, and I come up in Frontierland at Bear Country Jamboree area. Here's your food for the hamburger. <laughs> and sometimes early in the morning, I got to go in, uh-huh. drive in. 
Oh. Right up Main Street. Oh, wow. And to all the places That's I so could reach cool. and deliver the produce to Pirates of the Caribbean, to oh, all those neat. places. And the ones I couldn't get to that were too far back for me to take right. the truck, then I had to go park it out there. And, and go, go underground. And the guy would go, come here, climb up this ladder, check this out. And I'd go, okay, I'm up there with him. And he goes, look through here. I'm looking through there. And it's Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Oh, wow. And it's watching the boats go by, you know, and it's watching, make sure people aren't like, because it was right, you've been there, right? Yeah. Where the big treasure's all piled yeah. up and stuff. Well, uh, as a kid, I'm thinking, that's gold, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm trying to reach and snap right. shit, right. you know? So, yeah. Oh my god, that's And great. that place was full of those underground tunnels that went up and oh, you'd come up. Oh, that's and, wicked. Yeah. And they they spy on you back there. You can't oh, see God, them from the great. from the ride. You can tell. So they know when somebody's making out. Uh, they're watching the ride. They're making sure people right. aren't like me going to jump out where all the big <laughs> tri treasures and you know, right. try to pull rubies and jump back in the boat. You right. Know. And yeah, and then you get hurt and you hurt and yourself. Then and then, yeah, and they're gonna make sure. That, yeah, they're gonna make sure they have a witness that was hiding somewhere. Yeah. The yeah. underground pop-out hatch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, cool. next time, if I ever get to go back, I'm going to be like, oh, God, I'm being watched. Oh, God, where's this? Oh, yeah, oh that's a hatch. Rise, it's something <laughs> like that. You're going to be watched. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. Big Except brothers. for the sky buckets. Or... Yeah, I was going to say, drones are in my neighborhood. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. I mean, I remember staying over two minutes away here at the Courtyard Marriott, um, and I'm out on the balcony, and... Um, yeah, I don't know what just dropped on the roof there. <laughs> or it could have just been the material popping. Popping because of the temperature change. Yeah, the temperature yeah. change. Yeah, this bipolar, awesome weather that you're having to get acclimated to coming from California. They got weather like this there. They have bipolar. Well, I know if, like, where Mary would live and stuff, if we got near, or even Grandmama, if we went near the ocean, I was suddenly dressed so wrong and I was freezing. Yeah. And I'm like, but this is California and the sun's out. I'm in shorts. I'm like a normal person and I'm freezing because the wind coming off the ocean. Yeah, because and you're cooler. there in the middle of California where, which is, you know, <laughs> yeah. 62 degrees. Yeah. 50, good frost. Yeah. Well, then you can we, get frost in the morning on your yacht grass. Oh, well, you can? Yeah. See, can I didn't see that. I was there for Christmas and Aunt Mary and I were laying out by our pool. Yeah. And I was like, this doesn't feel like Christmas at yeah. all. It didn't. Santa Claus in California has shorts. Oh, wow. I didn't get to see that because the Christmas I was there was yeah. the year the brownout happened. Yeah. It was the, in the 90s. There was a big brownout that got California, Washington State, and um, Nevada. And people were freaking out and screaming and running. They thought they the were under attack. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because Nostradamus was a big thing at the end yeah. of the 90s. Yeah. And the world was going to end. I even, my boyfriend's uh, cousin even went, um, he developed paranoid schizophrenia. His name was Michael. And he had all three signs. And he was showing us where in the Bible it was referring to him. And he was the next Archangel Michael oh. because the end of the world was coming, but yeah. he would survive. It was, wasn't cool when, when he told us he had guns in their grandmother's house that he lived in, which is where Jay was living. Yeah. And 
then it became all too real and it's like okay and he quit his job because why do you work the end of the world's coming in a few months yeah. why and we're like i'm going to be a survivor right and repopulate yeah i'm like okay well if you're the only survivor who are you repopulating because <laughs> i'm sorry you have the wrong the right part but the wrong part so i didn't understand that part and he but yeah no the family got him to realize without an institution thank goodness that but all you had to do was give it a few months mm. because the world didn't end mm. so but that was around the nostradamus time yeah. so people were not were under a terrorist attack and ever since 9 11 now which happened, you know, a few years later or so at the end, uh, early 2000s. I sat there and watched it live on TV. Yeah, I did. I was woken up to, I was, I. Tracy, my roommate, went to breakfast and he comes back. And he's, Rob, wake up, wake up, look. And, yeah, I saw the airplane, the second airplane. Yeah, and listen, I went, I watched the second plane go into um, the second tower. And, well, sorry, the plane go into the tower. I was like, why? Why is that plane not moving? Why is it so close to the ground? Oh my God, is it going to hit the building? Yeah. And, and I was just woken up because I was with Jay, JD, October's dad, and yeah. uh, we were together and we were running out of house and I thought I was pregnant. Well, everyone else thought I was pregnant. I didn't because I was told I couldn't have children. Yeah. I thought, y'all are so wrong. Like, I have been through so My much. doctors know what they're talking about. Are know, you right? a doctor? Right. Do you have a degree I from know. a medical school, right. sir? All the, plumbing, all the plumbing issues I just had. I can't, I don't even know how I'm alive. Yeah. I should have lost all my blood. I'm just saying. I've had a slew of problems. I've been through a slew of procedures. It's natural. And I'm dealing with those issues of how I'll never have my own blood yeah. child. And I'm, everyone's like, it'll be okay. You can adopt. I'm like, no. Of course they can adopt. That's not the point. Yeah. I wanted my own blood. It was very important because yeah. of grandma and because the of my gene. Right. Yeah. And because of my dad. Um, he wanted a boy. He didn't get it. And, you know, oh, Hi. Yeah. Oh, she's checking out the nest that she built right there on the corner. I'm she hoping... was running around on the ground right there. Oh, we're too close to the nest. I did, she might not move in. The robin might not move in. But, yeah, so it, every, we came home from the pool. The power had just come back on because all our clocks were blinking. And she turns it on, and people are freaking out on TV. It's the CNN. So they're live right there. And they show footage of people screaming through a mall. They said that, like, the power went out and, like, these doors came down. You know, the security yeah. gates were, they're set to come down. So if that traps people, and I'm like, don't do that. That will cause more panic. So it caused more panic. People were trampling each other, and they thought it was the end of the world, and we were under some sort of a attack. But it wasn't a terrorist attack. Yeah. Right. Definitely an REM moment. But see, now, when anything happens, we thought it was terrorist. So, well, I mean, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and rightfully so. But I had a friend who tried to tell me that every terrorist throughout American history was done by the same ethnicity. That, and I'm like, no. The Colorado bombing that happened at that abortion, uh, he pulled in the white van. Yeah. No, that guy was a white guy. Oh, at the federal building. Yeah, the Unabomber, white guy. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I was like the person who assassinated JFK. Okay, okay, so then we're like getting into gray areas. Well, that was an assassin. Well, that was, I'm like, okay. Uh, they, uh, uh, still. It's all the same thing. 
What's, yeah. what's the sign? Remember the Seinfeld? Yeah. The TV show? Yeah. Oh, I and love do, that Do you show. remember this, the, the uh, Magic Bullet episode? Yes, I loved that episode. The I bullet was... went in, right. it made a, a U-turn, U-turn. <laughs> and struck him here. Right. Oh. It was the spitball. Yeah. It was the gum, piece of gum or something. Kramer was trying to say yeah. he didn't spit. That, because I started clapping, and I was like, oh, they're doing a JFK. Yeah. They're doing a JFK. They assassinated him, man, because he was... Well, yeah, they thought he was a communist. Well, he wasn't playing ball... With them. With them, yeah. the way they've got Trump playing ball with Oh, God. Them. Oh, let's... Mm. Okay. But see, he also... He was too smart for them. True. But he lifted the embargo, too, and he's the reason we have brand, uh, brand names. Yeah. Because he lifted the embargo and he allowed for things to stop being made in America so much and a, a higher percentage of things to be made over in China. And so, therefore, your Michael Kors and your Ralph Lauren can go over there and get their clothes made dirt cheap and come back. For 10 cents a piece. Right, and come back. And, and see, and I work for a lingerie store, you know I mean? Being an artist here, it's a struggle. We all just about have day jobs. I mean, only the real seasoned people that were new when I was coming up with them but didn't have a kid like I did. They're the only ones working consistently. And they struggled for so long, but it's not a glamorous life, working films or just even being an artist. Just the words, the term struggling artist is a real thing. I totally felt that in college. Um, I paid my lab fees and had no more money for dinner until the next day. And I was like, well, thank God it's just for a night. And I think that was probably when I got to taste cat food because, like, it tastes like pate. What's the big deal? No, it doesn't. And I just was like, I'll just go, I'll just be hungry for a little bit. It'll be okay. I'll get my check sometime tomorrow afternoon, get to the bank, have fun. I went to Grandma's the next morning, I think. Don't they have places here for, like, where homeless go to get free meals? No, we do have some homeless shelters. Um, They've gotten a lot better about making the information available because when you you don't have anything, you don't have Mm -hmm. any way of finding out stuff. You you really have to – that's when your survival mode will kick in, and you'll learn – You'll learn the ways. At. Yeah, just like you'll learn what dumpsters I will throw away. I volunteered in a, when I was on workman's comp. Before I went back to actual work, they had me eventually go to this donation center, like a thrift store. Yeah. And sort, right? And then yes, guys, we have all those here. He took me... So you pull in off the street. Right. And then the thrift store is here. But this portion of it... It's the services for the homeless, right? Okay. But it's also a a cafeteria. Yeah, we have, and we have apartments. Um, We have huge facilities like that. Real, ones real close by. The main Salvation Army, I want to say it's the main one because it's freaking the size of a university. Yeah. But it's that way. It's got housing set up and the digital readout board tells you how they have housing programs. Yeah. And... You have to work your way up to that, from what I understand, you know, and if you don't have that information or don't know how, you they just were, stay under the bridge. And they then you were get acclimated using to that. that cafeteria, though, because if you come in and get your lunch, mm-hmm. a yeah, hot they have, meal, you they go through it, boom, 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 and go sit down, and then you can 
talk to somebody there and they'll help you get like right. you know uh, SSI or help you uh, get right whatever s- some program whatever you can apply for yeah right. whatever you can apply maybe for. I need to go there and talk to somebody about <laughs> my situation I'm not really homeless but I need someone who knows the system yeah. it's been seven years I've read their websites you really have to call and you really have to hope you get the person that knows because the system is a book this freaking big sure. and this deep it's no one purposefully knows. done right. that way and no one even the people that started creating the damn thing no one knows all of the ins and outs no one person knows every single last apartment every single last detail they're independent of one another and no one seems to communicate between the windows of this place. And I'm, that's all I've learned. And all I've learned is even the best people with the best intentions find their hands are tied yeah. because the system is an ugly thing at the end of the day. It is a necessary evil that is gross to look at. They open up like the uh, army, yeah, the Army Reserve stations yeah. or you know National Guard stations. Yeah. They open those up and when the weather is cold in the evening and let the homeless come in and sleep on the floors to we get ha- blankets. We do have warming centers where yeah. you can go during the day, but then I saw that they closed at night when it's the coldest and I'm like, What? And so certain churches I think will open their doors but they just don't it's kind of pointless to put it on the news because not homeless people don't always have access to seeing the news but at the same you know it's it's one it's a huge gray it's a system issue i mean there are people out there doing good things and we do have places set up we do have independent places that maybe or maybe not get government funding that may rely on the neighborhoods and the people around them um, you know, how we have people that just have a big home and will open it up, you know, because they know the homeless man that walks by every day and got to know him and actually talk to him. Yeah. Um, and, and they tried. See, I don't want a handout. I want a hand up. Yeah. And, you know, they tried by giving them jobs where they stand on the street and hand out information about certain, certain things. Um, and so, and then they get, but they don't make any kind of decent wage or anything, but then some housing might come with it sometimes. Yeah. But see, those people don't aren't around anymore because there's all these, there's a group of people that call it panhandling and don't want to be panhandled. And panhandling is now illegal downtown because the tourists were going, for a long time in Memphis, tourists would not come here. We were not having good tourism. And that's yeah. because Bill Street went to shit. Um, and... There was so many homeless. I mean, you could not get out of your car in certain areas. And now I haven't, I don't get asked for money at all. I see the people standing with their signs in the center dividers. Yes, that still still happens. Um, But in certain areas, usually around Union Avenue, that exit. Oh, I see it everywhere. And Jackson. Well, yeah, you drive. I drive. drive. I see it all over. They're everywhere now. There's girls. There's guys. See, they don't have it out here. They're not out here in Germantown and yeah. Walnut Grove because they won't let them. The talks run them out. Yeah, because that's that blight. Yeah, and these people have County. so much money that they can have, they can push that out. Yeah. And that's, it's like, no, help them. Don't, 
Irvine's like that where Jody and I, when I lived with Jody when we got married at, at her place in Irvine, the Irvine cops, they'll pick you up and drive you out to the other end of the city limits and drop you off and say, don't come back. Oh my God. See, no, it's like, okay, no, bring, bring them somewhere that's helpful. That's helpful. Again, there's so many helpful things out there. We don't, we create them as humans. There's so many helpful things. It's just getting the right person to the right place. Like me, like with me, with my aunt. I'm not, I'm, I have yet to meet the person. And I get more information from the parents at the bowling alley yeah. on Special Olympics Day. When we go bowling on Mondays, yeah. I pick their heads. I'm still waiting to meet the damn family that actually has the state paying them. I'm like, that's what I'm trying to find out. But I, there's questions because I get mixed have you information. Tried Googling this yes, no, I have, and I go. I've been to the Tennessee.gov page. I've been there. I've read all of this stuff. You have to call. Yeah. I've called. I've gotten a person that doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm like, okay, and they don't know the other departments. That's why I said I learned from talking. To yeah, that nobody people. really knows all of it. And I just interviewed a new agency, and yet yeah, I haven't heard back from. Um, and I told them, I said, look, I understand the system is a book this big and nobody can read it. And she goes, yes, no, that's exactly, that's a great way to put it. And she looked at her partner who came with her and she's like, that, that's a very smart way of saying it. And I'm like, okay, stop it. <laughs> I have natural, normal intelligence. I'm not brilliant. Don't just, this is just regular information. It's just an observation. Okay. So you can use it. You can use that analogy. How's that? So let's move on. <laughs> and I told him, and I was like, I have learned that even the good people, you guys look great. You look professional. You're acting professional. But, you know, you'll find your hands are tied. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do. And you still need that money from the government. So, you know. So, come on. Let's yeah. just cut to the... <laughs> to the yeah. And, and they kind of appreciated that. And it's like, yes. It's not my first year. I am no longer new, Danielson. <laughs> I'm, I mean, seven years in, I'm, I'm well-versed, and I'm afraid my aunt's going to pass with watch, nothing but watching me try to give her some kind of life and be able to survive. Because she's bored shitless. I mean, she's slower, but my day can't. I have, other, I have these other things. My phone will ring. And it's always something. There's always something. And... Once we have, we'll have like a day, and it's like, oh wow, finally got things taken care of. But then here's my to do list. So okay, I'm gonna ignore it. We're gonna take the day off, and then damn it, if what here comes something the next day. There's no like daycare centers. There's a Madonna Learning Center that's an adult daycare. There's adult daycares, but I don't know if she can. No, her. Don't you think I should know that? Yeah. No one's telling me I can. She gets PA hours. She gets this out. It's probably something somebody will have to fill out a form and wait for some sort of approval and then I can start taking her there. But then I'll lose something over here that really I'm not even getting. Anyway, I can't so even work right now. Ooh, did you feel that? The temperature. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like somebody just turned a dial. Yeah. Memphis. It's like, and it's like driving to California, the closer we get to the ocean. I'm like, oh my God, roll up the window. <laughs> yeah, it's getting cool. It's like somebody turned on the outdoor AC. Stop it. <laughs> Ew, it just got cold out here. Yeah, I got to get going. Too. In an instant. But we'll have to talk some more. Yeah. Um, as I want to, yeah, I want to talk about 
uh, Grandpa Bill again. Um, yeah, because yeah, I really did ship out. Because I'm in film, and then, damn it, there was a, a filmmaker in the family. Or he worked, a producer, right? He produced. No, he wasn't a producer. No, what did he do then? He, his job was distribution at Right, the end. sorry. See, that makes it even cooler, because Memphis, we were a hub. And my friend showed me the old Paramount, the old hub, the concrete buildings downtown. Did I tell you how knowledge, how the bill was just like amazing. We, like I'd fly to Indiana mm -hmm. to like a relative of his, mm -hmm. had a farm, mm -hmm. big soybean farm, old farmhouse, beautiful fucking property. And I'd go spend my summers out there. Oh, cool. And then they would drive out mm -hmm. and pick me up. And spend time with the... Yeah, uh, well, the day or two. And them. then we would go and see everything that Oh, tourists, cool. on the way, Carlsbad yeah. Caverns, the Cave of the Winds, the Garden that. of the Gods, the Royal yeah. Gorge. I have a whole photo album of those pamphlets of places that yeah. grand because that's what you did. That yeah, grandmother that's what was, you did. Grandmother was the same way, and All Dad was the same way. All caves and stuff. Yeah, you, know, you didn't get bored. No, yeah, there's so no it was sitting fun. around. So, uh, I know I got lost. And no, but going to all the different places on the way back home from Bill's family, and he would fly you out. What yeah, else yeah. did he do? I mean, I knew he was. Everyone would tell me how good of a man he was. Oh, he was a sweetheart. Yeah, even Grandma, he was just like, oh. so nice. Yeah. And see, and I just remember him being really old, old, and just sitting in the chair, but but nice. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, his name was Marriott. Yes, Marriott. And sometimes. We'd stay at a Marriott, <laughs> and they think he was, he was a part of the family. Well, people would ask. It me. was Lawrence William Marriott, yeah. Marriott, yeah. which is L W Marriott Hotels. Yeah, Lawrence William Marriott, that yeah. same name. Was there any relation? No. no? Okay. Uh, he he came off to a small town in Indiana. Okay. And went to Indianapolis, and he was a usher in a movie theater, and worked his way, you know. Started distributing the movies to movie houses. Yeah. Made it to California. Made it to California. There you go. And that was the dream back then. Yeah. I mean, it's still the dream for a lot of people now. But we've learned that, hey, it don't have to be California. You can make your... I mean, look, there's a little mini Hollywood in New Orleans. Yeah. And then they built that uh, studio outside of Atlanta and Covington. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, two places I once lived and had family and not at anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, my state can't get it together. All right. The system sucks and they won't give incentives for filmmakers to have jobs. Yay. Why have I not moved? <laughs> <laughs>